Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for another episode of Master Phil in your corner with your host, Master Phil. Hey everybody, what's going on? Master Phil here with Master Phil in your corner with my trusty partner in crime here, Dougie Fresh Friedman in the lovely studios, undefeated media studios located in Wyckoff, New Jersey. Uh, uh, you know, you know, Doug, it, you know, it's funny uh, because most of the time, a lot of times we have uh, like male guests on, yeah. Okay? but then we go on these Jags where we'll have like three or four female guests in a row. Nice. Yeah. So uh, today is no exception. We are having a female guest on. Nice. And uh, actually, we've, I think we've only had female guests on this, this calendar year. Cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Hey, you know, Absolutely. Spread the love, man. Uh, so this, our, our guest today yeah. uh, is, I, I actually met her also on LinkedIn. I'll tell you, I, I, LinkedIn, I, I find is, you know, much more professional uh, platform, social media platform. Yeah. And additionally, hey, if any guys are, anyone at LinkedIn is listening to this right now, you know, Hit me up and become a sponsor. I'm giving you a give me a free plug right now. But even like their daily rundown, yeah. I read the daily rundown every day. Yeah, it's it's got some really nice. good information in that. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I post commentary on it and so forth. Uh, you know, from time to time. But you know, just reading it, uh, you know, it just uh, keeps me attuned with what's going on in the world. Nice. And they seem to have a pretty unbiased, you know, take on it. It's it's pretty much facts. Nice. You know, no, no, no editorial nonsense. So you know, you just pretty much get the facts straight, straight, straight out there. Um, but before we bring our guest on, we yeah. do have to talk about our uh, sponsors, right? Absolutely. Okay, so we got PhilRoss.com for virtual training, equipment, seminars. We now also have Fit Team available there as well for uh, uh, nutritional products and drinks. We have uh, Dragon Door products there for kettlebells and Nora grips and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. um, all available at the philross.com site. And we also have our, uh, we now have the triple play there, right? Yes. So the triple play is about 500 videos, training videos of various uh, disciplines here. We have uh, you know, martial arts, obviously, boxing, kickboxing, um, weapons training, tons of kettlebell and bodyweight workouts and you get the triple play here with the american eagle live yeah you get survival strong nice and i just added a ton of videos to survival strong workout videos nice and of course the kettlebell workout library that's a lot of stuff that's a lot of stuff, <laughs> a lot of stuff. oh and, and if you want to hone your kettlebell skills mm -hmm. and let's say you can't make it to one of my bodybell method seminars which we do have one on march 29th mm -hmm. in rye new york mm -hmm. um we have the secrets of kettlebell training and that's available for only $69 yeah. for all three modules. It's a steal. It's a steal, <laughs> it's a steal for that iron. Absolutely. So if you want to learn how to do over a hundred different kettlebell movements, check out the secrets of the kettlebell workout and the kettlebell. Uh, that's what the kettlebell workout library, everything yeah. on there. We got, we got a whole bunch of stuff going Absolutely. on. So definitely check out the site, philross.com. So without further ado, um, I, I met um, I met our next guest on LinkedIn, mm -hmm. and uh, you know she was making some interesting posts. You know, of course, anything martial arts, 
I'm into. Anything that's going to help other people out, I'm into. Um, anything that's going to empower people, I love. And, you know, this person, our next guest, does embody all of that. And that's nice. what attracted me to what she was doing. Mm -hmm. So then, uh, you know, we just went back and forth a few times and got to kind of, you know, know each other a little bit on um, on the social media platform, LinkedIn. And I said, you know what? She'd be a great guest, especially with what's going on today. Um, you know, so our our guest here is a uh, author of three books. She's a podcaster, and she's been doing martial arts a very long time. And you know, she's second degree black belt, and she had a, a trains with her her husband. Her kids trained and everything, and uh, you know, kind of similar to some of the things that I've been doing too, but without. Without uh, holding back anymore, <laughs> let's bring in Andrea Harkins. Welcome, Andrea. Hi. Thank you so hey. much. I'm, I'm very honored to be one of the female guests on your show. That's yes. always a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like this year, we've had three female guests on the show. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, it's, we're it's, out it's, here. We're out here. Exactly. Yeah. There's a lot of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're not we're not seen as much. I think that's something unique, maybe about me, is that I really do put myself out there. And yes, uh, it's you know sometimes it's not easy to do that, and especially as women, it, you know, there's a lot of weirdos out there. You have to like really moderate yeah. what you do and what you say. But yeah. I'm so glad you yeah, found but, me, and I'm excited to be yeah. here. Well, you know, you, you bring up a good point because especially, especially, you know, and look, there's a lot of great women martial artists, as we all know, but it's still kind of seen as a male dominated arena. Sure. Um, but to me, I think that every woman should train. That's Absolutely. that's me personally. I really do. It's it's so important for a lot of different reasons. And we're going to we're going to touch on all those. But um, the other the flip side is that you do have to be careful of who sees you. Yes. And then, you know, um, you know, especially, you know, you're an attractive woman, you're in good shape, you know, people get a little, you know, a little weird. Yeah, they they really do. I have, you know, just just to throw this out there as far as mm -hmm. how female martial artists are seen by the general public or on social media, you know, yeah. Instagram, I post a lot of kick pictures. Mm -hmm. And I post kick pictures because to me, they're very empowering. They're very empowering to look at. I don't, I'm not always trying to show a correct technique. I'm trying to show flexibility. I'm trying to show uniqueness. Um, mm -hmm. But I get a ton of um, foot fetish followers. Um, oh so, I mean, it's a constant barrage of, you know, weird stuff um, that I have to battle that I'm sure men don't get the same type of uh, responses to their photos. So, yeah, no, no one's hit on my feet. Yeah, no one's hit on my feet at all. Hey, you know what, though? I heard uh, recently, last, it's funny you bring this up. Last week, I was talking to one of my clients. I, yeah, I'm also due to uh, personal clients, and I don't run the big classes anymore. And he was telling me, you know, he's a, a college student, that there's a girl in his class that makes seventy dollars to $80,000 a year by posting pictures of her feet and people click on it. I'm like, yeah. I, I, are you insane? Because yeah, she's putting herself through college. She's uh, got a car, an apartment, you know, the whole thing. Yeah. Because yeah. she posts pictures of her feet. I mean, I don't yeah. know. Just do it. <laughs> yeah, people ask me all the time. I won't. I won't personally do something like that. But I don't have. I mean, I post pictures all the time anyway. See, 
But yeah, um, anyway, it's just one of those weird struggles that, that women have by putting themselves out there. There's a lot of dating yeah. requests. Are you married? You know, non-martial art related content. Oh, yeah. Because we're yeah. just not always taken seriously. So but, um, that's one of the things I try to, you know, really overcome. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, you know, it is what it is. It's funny because I was looking at it, I'm like, oh, wow, she looks like a good martial artist. Let me see what she's doing, you know. And and I like, you know, a lot of the messages you were putting forth too, yeah. you know. So what what do we um when we talk about how empowering the martial arts is, especially for women, you know. I mean, it's for you know, it, it could be universal, yeah. but let's just you know focus yeah. on how it helps women because you know, no matter what, you're smaller and weaker. Yeah. Uh, across the board. I mean, that's, yeah. it's, it's, you know, people want to argue, you know, biology, gender, whatever, you know, but we have, uh, what, 22,000 cells, types of cells in our, in our bodies. And men and women differ in 6,500 of them. So a full one third of our cells are different. So I'm not saying one's better, one's worse. Some are better at something, some are better at others. But we're looking at it, you're smaller generally weaker how can we you know how does a martial arts mindset help empower women yeah this is very important and something i talk about a lot because my mission actually is a blend of positivity on martial arts and that's why you see those empowering messages usually when i when i post a a pic Mm -hmm. or if i post a video it's usually a combination of encouragement and positivity using martial arts sort of as that tool but for women, it's just extremely important. I can look back even in my own case. When I was in my early 20s, I really didn't have a lot of confidence. Uh, I didn't know what to do with my life. You know, it was just a weird phase. But I never wanted to speak in public. I was always kind of back in the shadows. I never pursued, pursued the things that really interested me because of fears of failure and that kind of thing. And a lot of women, a lot of people in general struggle with this. But women typically do as well. And I didn't want to learn a martial art. I had no interest in martial arts. It was my husband. He wanted to go. He said, let's try it. And I thought, okay, I'll give it a try. We had, we were newly married. So this was 33 years ago. Um, well, congratulations. So <laughs> yeah, it'll be 34 years in this month that we've been married. Um, so he said, let's try it. And I went to that first class and I hated it. I was like, people, <laughs> wait a minute. I was like, wait, you know, I mean, I was always taught to be, you know, like a lovely woman kind of thing. Um, but people are punching and yelling and kicking and breaking boards. And you want me to do this? Um, so it's kind of funny. Uh, but I continued because he had that interest in it. But And, and one day it clicked and I thought, wait a minute. I kind of like this and I'm actually kind of good at it. I had no athletic background. So I was instantly empowered. I was instantly recognized all of the things I had not been doing, that I was not living an inspired life, that I was not empowered, that I didn't realize I could protect myself. And all of those things came together for me when I began learning martial arts and liking martial arts. And so that happens for every woman. I have I have a podcast. I'll throw a plug out there for it. It's called the Martial Arts Woman. Go ahead. Yeah, the Martial Arts Woman podcast where I interview martial art women only. And they talk about this very topic, how they became empowered. A lot of them had suffered abuse. 
domestic abuse, mm -hmm. sexual assaults. Some just wanted to get fit and some, some just wanted to, you know, become empowered and learn self-defense, but there's always that underlying mission for women in martial arts to become stronger, to become empowered in their mind, to believe in themselves, right? You have to first believe in yourself, but then also to have the tools and skills to protect yourself. And that's what martial arts does for everyone, but for women, especially, as you said, we're generally smaller. We, uh, you know, we're not as strong physically, but martial arts teaches you how to use your own body and your own leverage, which is something we don't recognize or understand until we learn it. Um, so those are some of the key, I guess, aspects of becoming empowered through martial arts as a woman. Yeah, because, uh, you know, you're, you're going against a larger foe. Um, and, you know, if you use the element of surprise, you know, a couple of good moves, you're very good at them. You can you can thwart yes. that attack. I mean, you know, I have uh, one situation that that is always the, the, the biggest one. I mean, there, I have tons of them that my women have used and and have, um, you know, come out come out pretty good, relatively unscathed in uh, defensive tactics situations. But uh, one in particular, I had this um, this one girl. She was a beautiful girl, uh, like model. She not like a model. She was a model, and she was going to college down in D.C. And she was. Um, you know, she was uh, walking back from campus, but she had actually trained with me for over four or five years. She was she was tough, man. She could fight. She was tough. She didn't look like a man. She could she could hit hard. She was in great shape. She was only like about 110 pounds, and she's walking across campus to go to study late at night, and uh, a very large man with a knife attacked her. I mean, this guy you know had her by like th you know two three hundred pounds. He was huge, and um, she put him in the hospital. Yeah, put him in, and uh, he was wanted in four rapes. Okay, uh, and it's funny because yeah, the way incredible. I found out, it, yeah, it's incredible, right? Her mother came to my studio and started hugging and kissing me. And I'm like, God, not that I minded, but I'm like, why? She goes, Well, you know, you saved my daughter's life, you know. Yeah, uh, you know, that's a very dramatic story. I hope that no one ever has to have that that situation, but, but it happens, yeah, it happens all the time, like I said on my podcast. I mean, a large percentage of the women that I interview about their martial art experiences in life, a large percentage have been uh, attacked in some way. And that's that's really scary. That's really uh, that's why it's so important to have some self-defense. And as you said, the element of surprise is very important. You can have very yes. simple techniques, which I really promote. I, I promote simplicity a lot of times in, in self-defense techniques. Yes. But because the person doesn't know what to expect, you know, that element of surprise and technique really can, you know, help you overcome that type of situation. So the oh, training yeah. is very important as well as that mindset that we mentioned earlier. Yeah. You know, one of the other aspects that's, that's been brought to the, you know, to the forefront uh, you know, it's this incredible rise in violent crimes. You know, if, if you look at a lot of these different cities, these violent crimes are up over 30%. I mean, you know, gosh, you know, a woman got shoved off a subway platform uh, a few weeks ago. I mean, there's gun attacks, there's knives attacks, there's, there's uh, strong arm attacks, physical attacks. And, and, and look, 
as we all know, a criminal does not want to go and, and, and face a real foe. They want right. someone that they can beat. They want someone they can take advantage of because they're predatory animals. You know, if they wanted to be challenged, they'd come train a martial arts school or run a marathon or, you know, go into a weightlifting competition or something. They would do something that challenges them. They don't want to challenge. They want to take someone out. So uh, I know you talked about some of these uh, simple techniques, but what, what is the type of uh, if, if someone wanted to come to you and they said, uh, you know, hey, I'm a 120 pound female. I want to learn to defend myself. So what do we what do we what type of regimen are you going to put them on? Or what are you going to tell them as far as their, their training and so yeah. forth? Yeah, uh, for me, the first element of self-defense is awareness. Mm -hmm. It's not a physical endeavor. It's not a physical movement. It is understanding time and place, where you are and what you're doing and what's happening around you. That's the most important key. And, you know, let's be honest, if you're a woman and you're out and it's dark and you're alone, if you are at the gas station by yourself, if you are wearing sexy clothing, you become a target. That's all there is to it. And, I, you know, women sometimes get mad at me like, no, we're as strong as guys. Yes, you can do you can defend yourself. But where you place yourself and when you place yourself there is ultimately important as a self-defense component, the awareness of what's happening around you. But to know that there are certain situations that if you put yourself in those, you're more likely to run into some situation that you don't want to experience. It's unfair, right? We have rights but, to yeah. live our lives uh, as we please. Absolutely. But, and you know, why should we have to constantly look over our shoulders? But we do. Yep. And so I mean, awareness is the first thing. But as far yeah, as you bring like, up, yeah, no, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no, I was just gonna say as far as like okay. physical movements, mm -hmm. grabs, uh, throws, and that kind of thing, I really make it as mm -hmm. simple as possible. And I use really what I call martial art concepts. So, mm -hmm. so for instance, if somebody's grabbing you, your wrists, mm -hmm. your neck, your body, you know, you have to think about what it is they're grabbing you with. It's very simple, it's usually just their hands. And that is where you need to break the weakness. Um, and you can do that in many ways. So that's, that's sort of one of the concepts that I teach and also how to use your, your body to, you know, like throw somebody or mm -hmm. use their momentum against them. Those kind of concepts I think are, are what I focus on. And that's why I say simple, you know, um, tasks and things like that. Yeah. Are, I want to roll back this. Yeah, I want to roll back to something you brought up before about the awareness. Yeah. You know, um, in my book, Survival Strong, I call it the three A's, awareness, and you brought up avoidance, try to avoid it, right? By, uh, you know, you're aware of your surroundings, aware mm -hmm. of where you are, aware of who you're with, too, because you may have responsibility for someone if you're a child, an older person. Uh, but hey, if you're with a bunch of friends who can fight, you know, it's, <laughs> it's a little bit different, right? But your avoidance. You want to avoid these situations. Yes. Do everything you can to avoid them. Know where you park your car in the in the in the mm -hmm. mall parking lot. Know you know park where you can where you can have a, a street light there underneath it. Uh, you know where your vehicle's underneath it. Um, avoid situations that you know are going to be bad. Like you know if you go to a rave, like especially as younger, you know go, go to a rave. You know that. Bad things happen there. Um, and then the last one you're talking about is action. So those are three A's. Yeah. Awareness, avoidance, and action. So when you're talking about the action, we're talking about very simple techniques. And, and you know, some people, 
some people have the misconception that oh, just I'll just kick him in the groin. Okay, yeah, it's a, it's one of the good techniques, but I don't re- don't rely on it. I mean, I, I, know I honestly call that a distraction and not a technique. Yes, you know, yeah, spitting yeah. on someone's face or using your forehead mm-hmm. to you know strike them or going yeah. for the groin is not always mm-hmm. going to stop a person, but you really need right. to escape. And and for me, I always say, you know, they're like people are especially guys who are like, oh, what would you fight him? Would you, what would you do? What kind of, no, I want to get away. And this is what I tell women, even if you know how to fight, don't, you don't want to yep. fight. You want to escape no. and run and get out of there. I mean, I know that doesn't always happen that easily, but that's mm-hmm. the goal um, right. to escape and get away. That's why self-defense is so important to have it's, self-defense to me is a little different than just martial arts. I mean, you learn self-defense in martial mm-hmm. arts, but martial arts are, arts you know um they're fighting yeah. art but you don't always learn the the application um when you're doing a form or whatever mm-hmm. so um, yeah, yeah. Oh, b-roll we got any water for anybody thanks your water water bottle <coughs> so sometimes i get i go i'm talking all day and i go end up getting dry <laughs> but the um i bring up important points there's a difference between sport and art and self-defense defensive tactics you know, um, yeah, does does being able to um, throw good kicks and punches and so forth help you? 100%. But the mindset is different, as well as yeah. the application. Uh-huh. <coughs> Uh-oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, get this there we go. There we oh, go. <laughs> going full drive mode. But yeah, it does, it does bring, uh, uh, the martial arts themselves bring that sense of confidence that you need if you're in a situation. You need that confidence yep. to know that you can protect yourself if you have to. So it does work in tandem with, with self-defense, although you can just take self-defense courses or classes um, and and use just self defense in your life. So you know, um, what, what are my you know, one of my problems with people just doing that is that I don't think they do enough repetition in order to develop um, yes. the, what I call instinctive technique because yeah. you know that it, you, there's, you can't hesitate if yeah. you're in a situation. You're not gonna go, oh gosh, I'm going to do this. No, you're just going to react. If anybody's ever been attacked, they just have to react. Look, I, I mean, personally, I've been on the wrong end of guns and knives and clubs. I'm still here to talk about it. So I would say did something right. But I wasn't thinking at the time. I just reacted. You know? Um, you, That's you, true. So, I mean, that is yeah. a, a caveat to what I'm saying is uh, self-defense. Really, it needs to be practiced. And for me, you know, now after all these years, like, there are just certain things that I think I would automatically do if somebody touched right. the back of my neck or if somebody mm-hmm. grabbed me. I just... There's just certain ones that I would just automatically do because of the repetition. Exactly. On the other hand, yeah. On the other hand, I'd like to at least say that it does bring an awareness. In other words, if I teach that concept about somebody grabs you around the neck, really, if you can break through, oh, if if you can just break through like their thumbs, you know, then you can release that. Mm -hmm. It's just more of a concept. It works for wrists and. And so if it's just going to be someone who's coming to self-defense class once or twice, you know, I at least want them to keep in mind, what is it that I actually need to do for this yeah. type of grab, as opposed to an actual specific technique, but I need to break yeah. through, you know, these, this grip. Right. Um, see, see what, where the attack is directed and what the opportunities for you are to hit strike. Yeah. But the thing is that what, what, and I just want to roll back to the, yeah. um, to the technique aspect. When you, concepts, 
obviously are better than just specific techniques because you never you never know what's going to happen in a street situation. It's uncontrolled. But the thing is that you have to practice punching and kicking so that you can develop the power enough to do yeah. something that's going to affect this person. Look, you took a long time to develop your power. I, look, I took a long time to develop my power and my striking. Mm -hmm. Everyone does. Yeah. But I'm confident in it because I know it works now. But if someone's just yeah. taking a self-defense course, I mean, it's good for awareness. It's good for right. knowing that there's something you can do, but you have to practice it. I mean, that's why I, you know, I have a, I don't know if you're aware, I have a, a self-defense video series. I, I'm still selling it. I filmed that in 2005, 2006, yeah. uh, the whole series, and it's called Save. And there's still, Amazon still sells it. And it's funny because I got a, I got a uh, phone call from uh, a, a former law enforcement officer down in Texas uh, the other day. And Amazon was out of my level two. <laughs> so he asked me if I had any in stock. Oh, yeah, I got them. He's like, oh, it's you, Master Phil. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's kind of funny. He's like, I, I got all your other videos. <laughs> so, um, but, yeah. you know, um, the thing is that I created that because I was a, um, I was training uh, police officers uh, for the DCJ, Department of Criminal Justice. And people would do the, the uh, academies. <clears throat> and then they'd forget about it. Yeah. You know, so the same thing if someone yeah. takes a self-defense course, okay, great. And there's look, there's a lot of great martial artists out there. There's a lot of great the people who know self-defense tactics and so forth. But you have to practice it. And so that's why, you know, I think that these online training or video training, however you're going to do it, if you can't make it there in person, at least do that so you keep your skills sharp. Yeah. But, you know, again, nothing's better than training directly with a person. Let's, let's be honest. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But, um, so now there's another thing I wanted to touch on too, you, you know, with all this empowerment and, and especially this is especially for women because women typically suffer from anxiety and depression more than men. How about this, this empowerment, this physical activity, this release of the endorphins that occurs through training in a good, hard martial arts workout. I don't think there's anything like it, but yeah. have, you, have you noticed that? Uh, you know, what, yeah. what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think, um, and because you're a sort of a fitness guru, I think you'll you'll agree that many types of exercise can give you those endorphins and give you that relief from stress mm -hmm. and anxiety. Martial arts is one of those. You know, if you go to a martial art class or you're sparring, or if you're you know at the gym and you're just really focused on whatever workout you're doing, mm -hmm. both of those things take your mm -hmm. mind off your concerns and issues and worries yeah. and gives you the chance to just just to be you know just be in the moment and that's very important for anxiety it's very important you know i'll tell you i get grumpy if i don't work out uh, i i recognize it right away you know i'm like why am i so grumpy or why <laughs> why do i feel like I, I actually feel stiff if i don't work out you know um so it really does benefit you in such great ways. Uh, martial mm -hmm. arts, they give you the empowerment, the confidence, they build your, your mindset, but they also give you that ability to release stress. I mean, imagine kicking a bag, punching yeah. a bag, sparring, doing all of those things are so intense, so mm -hmm. physical, um, and they really give you the opportunity to step back from from life, right? And and, mm -hmm. and when you're finished, you have this new perspective. You have this new like feeling of, 
okay, things are good. I can move forward. And uh, so I think that's amazing. It's an amazing benefit um, that we don't talk about all that much, but it's it's a really important part of yeah, yeah, it really is. And the way I look at it this way, this is why, I, I, honestly, I mean, I work out. I love it. I think it's great. But yeah. martial arts training is actually, to me, better. Why? Because not only are you getting in shape, releasing your endorphins, clearing your head, you're becoming more empowered. I mean, if you, you, know, if you look good, you feel good, you're, you're, you're more yeah. empowered there, too. But you're actually you're actually learning a skill. You're, yeah. you're you're learning an applicable skill that could save your life one day. So, hey, if you're going to work out, you may as well work yeah. out with some real purpose. You know, that's so that's what I would say. Fitness, that. you know, martial arts might be that mm-hmm. fitness with a purpose, as opposed yes. to other fitness techniques and things that mm-hmm. you do. They're great for you. They're healthy. Yoga. I love yoga. Yeah, um, right. You know, all those other, you know, the treadmill, whatever great for you but yes martial arts does have like so many benefits that you oh, won't yeah. get anything else well and what i do with my training other outside of uh, martial arts it, i only relate it directly to fighting like if i'm doing like a kettlebell workout i mean i make sure that these movements are going to help me have more power have more doors yeah. why to make my jujitsu or my striking better so yeah, that it, it's uh, again that that different mindset that a martial artist has, and and the thing is that you know when you're when you're walking out, okay, and you're going somewhere, you exude confidence, and that's yeah. one thing that you know we want to stress here, especially for women. If you exude that confidence, you walk into a boardroom, right? You walk on a beach, you walk, uh, you know, down the street. If you exude that confidence. Mm-hmm. People are not gonna think you're weak, and then they're they're they want to go after an easier victim, and that's another thing that that is a good benefit of the yeah. martial arts training. Yeah, the posture that you gain, just walking down the street, and I use it. I I actively use it. You know, I'll be walking somewhere, and I'll think, wait a minute, I need to I need to look like I know where I'm going, and look like I know what I'm doing, and you know, like don't mess with me, kind of thing. So uh, you know, you really do gain all of those benefits mm-hmm. of understanding, like we mentioned time and place, but also not being a victim, showing people yeah. don't come near me. You know, and I always tell women, I, one of the first things I teach them is that, hey, if someone starts entering your personal space, just yell, stop, just put your hand out and say, stop, right? At the, loud. Yeah. And they're like, well, mm-hmm. what if they were just coming because I they dropped something? No harm done. So you embarrassed yourself. Big deal. Um, You'll never see him again. <laughs> yeah, on the other hand, if they were coming like at you to attack you or grab you and you're yelling, stop, they're going to be like, oh, forget this. She's going to make a scene. I'm going to go somewhere else. So you have yeah. to really train women also to overcome their sense of, well, what if I embarrass myself? Right. Hey, right. I'd rather be embarrassed than attacked. So, you know, this is an important lesson. Yes, hundred percent. Now, you, you know, uh, we're talking about the the rising crime rate, especially in these big yeah. cities. I mean, you know, we uh, we're, we have very close proximity to New York City, and so the you know whoever the mayor's there, you know, kind of does affect us. We're literally we can see the city from where we are, um, and you know, I was hopeful with this new mayor that came in, but now I don't know. He seems to be more passionate about vegan lifestyles than. Uh, than, than, than the cops and the, the, the rising crime in the city. Yeah. I mean, I, I, first of all, 
and honestly, it's indicative of who we wind up elect. I'm not going to get super political here, but uh, I, have, I have to bring this up. When you got somebody who says the words over and over again, eat a vegan lifestyle, one, I have to um, really question their command of the English language right. with, the, with those with that uh, that use of grammar. It's not yep. grammatically correct. Um, and they're more passionate about that than they were about you know, the two cops that recently got shot or the, the young girl, uh, you know, working in the uh, the uh, Burger King who was killed and and, uh, and the, the DA that he has there that, that wants people to go away unpunished. Um, so it's even more important that you know how to take care of yourself. You have to be self-reliant. You can't, you can't, you, yeah. look, police yeah. are going to be there in minutes when seconds count. So you have to be able to take care of yourself. Yeah. So this is one of the things I, I, I mean, I got to stress. We, we, we as martial artists have to stress for women out there to, you know, learn how to protect yourself and yeah. that you are not powerless. Yeah. Uh, some of the women that I've interviewed have, you know, provided real life examples of how important this is. Uh, domestic violence or situations mm -hmm. that where they were attacked that they were able to escape from, or they were able mm -hmm. to defend themselves to a certain level. Maybe they weren't, you know, raped. Maybe they were, you know, attacked, but they were able to escape from that. Yeah, um, yeah. This, this is happening. You know, there are crimes mm -hmm. committed all the time, and that's why awareness is so important. Training is so important. Um, I encourage all women, all women, any age, mm -hmm. to learn a martial art. There's so many martial arts that you can choose. You don't have to choose mine, which is just really a hybrid tank sudo uh, program that I did all my life um, or Taekwondo. You know, you yeah. can choose any martial art, um, Aikido or Arnis or Jiu Jitsu. Um, but there is something that every woman can can find an interest in. And mm -hmm. that martial art is going to teach them the same types of benefits that we're talking about. You know, even Tai Chi is teaching you mm -hmm. movement. It's teaching you defense. It's teaching you, you know, so many things. So I think that um, one of the missions that I have is to, to let women know that they can learn a martial art. You can do it. And I also explain that every martial art, because sometimes women think, oh, you know, a black belt or a martial art that's so hard how do you how would i even be able to do that i'm overweight or i'm older or i'm too young or, and, I, and i always explain hey it's like learning a language you don't start off breaking boards or you don't start off mm -hmm. in tournaments or sparring you start off learning basics just like you do in a language and then you build upon it and as you build it doesn't seem so overwhelming right, right. and i yeah. think that's a very important message to tell women because a lot of women are just afraid of taking a self-defense class. They're afraid of learning a martial art mm -hmm. because they don't understand how it really yeah. works. Well, so. I, I see a two, yeah, I see a twofold problem. Like what you just mentioned, yeah. you know, and I, when I explained to people, I said, you know, it's, it's a marathon, not a sprint. You know, if you want to go, you want to train for a marathon, you don't run 26 miles the first day, you know, yeah. or think you're going to, you're, you're never going to make it. You start with a mile and then you build up. The other thing is that, you, you know, and, and I think this is a common theme in this country, especially, is people need to get their priorities straight. Okay, uh, you know, if women will spend eight hundred bucks on a coach purse, 
and yet they don't want to spend 150 bucks a month to go to a, a martial arts gym. You know, yeah. spend three, four hundred dollars in their hair, but won't they say, oh no, I'm not going to do that. It's too much money. No, you know, you get your, you need to get your yeah. priorities straight. I mean, one, yeah. one time, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm driving into my gym, and there was a new restaurant that opened up around the corner. There was a line of people around the corner, all with their, you know, bags with bottles of wine in it, you know, and the place was super expensive. You're going for at least 300 bucks, yeah, 300 bucks. Yet you'll spend that for one meal instead of coming and training for half the price. And I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's true. It's true. Uh, it is. Um, people don't understand the importance of it. That's why people like us are, are really important that we can stress the fact that, yeah. Hey, you can, you have discretionary income to do other things. You can certainly, again, find a martial art that you like. I'm not going to force you to say, you know, you have to do the kind that I do, but find right. one um, and, and learn it at least for a period of time. Um, you know, if you learn one for at least a year or something, at least it's better than never learning any. Right. You'll have at least a base that you can work off of. Yeah. 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 So and time is out there. It's, and we have to be responsible for ourselves. We have to take yes. responsibility, as I said, to try to ensure that we're at the right place at the right time. And not I mean, mm -hmm. there are times when you're going to find yourself in a situation that you didn't anticipate that's going to happen. But yeah. if you can anticipate that you might be in a situation you shouldn't be, then don't go there. Don't do that. Right. Uh, you really you have to take responsibility. Um, and it, it is very difficult for, you know, say college aged girls who are yep. going out on their own or just, mm -hmm. you know, people who figure, you know, I can do what I want. I, I live here. I have my freedom. I can I can do whatever I want. And you can. But, you know, does it place you in danger? Right. Um, those are all yeah, the kind of things that I think are important when we're talking yeah, about I mean, that, a lot of crime is. Mm -hmm. You have to take responsibility because you're not going to change a criminal, but how, how no. can you change yourself to be yeah. safer? Yeah. You, look, you have to protect yourself at the you know, like personal protection is a personal responsibility. So I think that's the bottom line and you yeah. have to be prepared to deal with whatever you know comes your way, whether it's, um, you know, has to do with uh, your, your, your physical condition, whether it has to do with self-defense, whether it has to do with uh, your financial responsibility, whatever it is, yeah. you can't rely on other people. And and this is this is one of the things that we, you know, we really, and we are, I believe we're, we're, we're doing our part here, trying to push this forth and have people, you know, take responsibility. Yeah. You know, some, the, the, the problem is a lot of people just don't want to hear that. Yeah. You know, they don't want to hear it. You know, oh, I'll let, I'll let this one take care of it. I'll let that one take care of it. I know that you guys are in Arizona. And from what I know that, you know, with this whole COVID thing, it's not even affecting you right now at all and it hasn't been for quite some time you know your lockdowns um they stopped them pretty quickly out there right yeah yeah we haven't had that but the mask things come and go and you know yeah. the different things come and go but yeah right now it's it's not too you know it's kind of lenient right now I yeah guess. well you know but you have to look at it too if you look at any of the statistics uh, associated with the, the covid pandemic and so forth you look at the most of the people that died even people that are vaccinated the CDC released a statistic where 75% of the vaccinated people vaccinated. So even they, they did what they're supposed to do had four or more comorbidities. Okay. So 
you know, and if you look at most of the deaths, you know, it was yeah. 94% of the deaths, people had about three comorbidities, uh, average of three co comorbidities. I mean, these comorbidities are all related to what? Sedentary lifestyle, obesity. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? If you're training a martial art and you're kicking, punching, you know, you're working out hard, you're going to be mm -hmm. losing weight and, and helping yourself boost your immune system. So, I mean, that's another thing that, that yeah. uh, a martial art is going to do for you. It's going to yeah. help your immune system. And I'll tell you, and you think differently when you train, you react better. You know, you, you are naturally more alert. You know, even if you're not, you know, out there, like, you know, I was a professional bodyguard and a bouncer. So, you know, I was out there using the stuff actually all mm -hmm. the time, but even if you're not doing that, you're naturally more aware just because of the awareness of your body and the awareness of your environment. And even though, like, I know Tang Sudo, I trained in Tang Sudo for a while as well. I know, you know, you do some very, um, you know, intricate kicks, so forth. And even if you're never going to use that in a self-defense uh -huh. situation, which I would never recommend anyone does, but what are you doing? You're learning about your body. You're learning yeah. the limits of your body. You're learning how to use your body. You're, you're developing your balance and, and general spatial and body awareness. And that in a self-defense situation is so useful to you. Right. It is. It really is. And I, that's why I love, uh, I, I do kicks and empowerment statements with my kicks because yeah. I want to show women that, you know, no matter how old you are, you don't have to kick just like me or high or anything like that, but you do need to do something physical and martial arts are the perfect thing for you if i can do them i try to be i'm like the ordinary woman if i can do it you can do it and uh, i think that's uh, just a great example that you know you and i can can be examples for others to say hey you know we are well you're you're a little more extraordinary than me i'll do that um, <laughs> I, I was, we are people just like you and we can do it and if we yeah. can, we can. Um, it, it, it's important to know. It, it's funny. I never, you know, I always think, well, gosh, if I can do it, everyone can do it. But, you know, but I ha I've always been an athlete, always been a fighter, always had that background. But you didn't. You you didn't. You came there when you were later in life and yeah. you actually became a leader in martial arts, yeah. which is, let's see, you know, so your story is actually a little bit more attractive than mine because people are like, oh, I'll never be like him. But, you know, I say, gosh, well, you know, maybe I could. Do this look she started off wasn't an athlete and then right. became this this incredible martial artist so you know so sometimes you you may be more attractive than me in that aspect yeah uh, so yeah i'm more of the average person who started i guess i was like 26 when i began and yeah. um you know it wasn't really until i guess nine years ago is when I actually really started promoting myself, partially because I was writing a, a blog and I wanted some exposure mm -hmm. and then started writing books and wanted, you know, so, it, so again, it's not an easy thing to do to promote yourself a, a wow. lot. It's, it's, yeah. it's a lot of work and it's also tedious and it's also, you know, there's haters out there. I mean, how could someone oh, hate you? <laughs> Because I'm on social media. <laughs> right, right, right. It's so um, funny. <laughs> you know, but yes, you can, you don't have to be like me and be out here talking about what you do. You can just learn a martial art and have your great right. life. And, and that's good too. Well, it, you know, it does take a lot of guts to go out there too. You know, because you, you have to have a thick skin. Yeah. I, I remember, 
I put out a thing called the Advanced Russian Kettlebell Workout. Okay, so advanced. Okay, that's what it says, and it was an advanced Russian kettlebell workout. And someone gave me a bad rating on it. Said, "Oh gosh, I didn't." It said advanced, but I didn't know how advanced it was. I couldn't do any of the moves. <laughs> okay, it's it says advanced. You know? Yeah. So you don't know who's gonna hate on you. You know, and it yeah. could be for a completely like just terrible reason, and you just have to shrug it off. You know, um, which, you know, I commend you for that because, you know, especially you said you were, you know, you know, a little reserved and shy, but you put yourself out of that comfort zone. And that's one thing that people have to understand is that, you know what, don't be afraid to put yourself out. Don't be yeah. afraid to get out of that comfort zone. So, you know, because I know um, you've written a couple of books, so uh, three books. So uh, you know, tell us a little, bit, a little bit about your books that you have. Out. Yeah. Yeah, so I've written three books. The, the first one is called The Martial Arts Women. None of them are technique-related books. I leave the techniques more to the experts like you to talk about. Um, but The Martial Arts Women book, I interviewed more than 25 women who wrote chapters for the book. And then the other half of the book is about my personal experiences as a woman in martial arts. So it's very empowering. A lot of different, different kinds of stories in there that you don't expect. And a great platform for just like average women like me who are in martial arts and, and how they overcame situations in their lives. It's an empowering, motivational type book. Yeah. The second book is called Martial Art Inspirations for Everyone, which is like mm -hmm. a series of anecdotes or like daily little reads that you can do that talk about how I applied martial arts to my life, like actual life situations and how they can, how you can do it too. Kind of like little snippets of, um, encouragement and examples yeah. of how I use martial arts more than just the physical form of martial art, but in my life to overcome barriers. And you know, then, it's funny because, because I've always, just let me jump in on it. I want to comment on that for you yeah. because you know, martial arts is a microcosm of life. Yeah. And, yeah. and the, the, what you, what you learn in martial arts, like you said, can be applied to everyday life you know, successes, failures, exactly. um, you know, elation, you know, whatever. They're all, it's, it's, it's all in the martial arts. It is. It and is. now your third book? It's very That's parallel right. to life. And yes. you can see those parallels um, as you go through life also. Um, and the third one is called How to Start Your Own Martial Art Program. My husband and I had a martial art program for many years, mm -hmm. several programs at several different times. And it's just a how-to book for those who want to start their own, maybe not a full-fledged school, like they don't want to lease, they don't want to do that, but they want to teach at a YMCA or they want to teach at a rec center or they want to teach at a yoga mm -hmm. studio or have various locations. Uh, this kind of gives them the step-by-step -step approach to starting that program, what they need to consider. So it is a how-to kind of business book, really. It's what they need yeah. to consider about space or location or how many students mm -hmm. or what are your goals or what's your business plan. And it's a very fairly short book, but like chock full of information. Uh, here's how to write a handbook. Here's how to do this. Um, here's how to get started, how to market, how to retain students. And um, so that that's the third one that I wrote. Oh, it's great. It's great. Well, look, you know, Seems that everything you're doing out there is to help others. It is, yeah. It really is, and and you know that's that's one of the reasons that we have our podcast here. You know, we're trying to help other people out, bringing things to the forefront. You know, having on guests like you, 
that can, uh, you know, maybe shed a new light or give it a different perspective on, on something and maybe attract some people to the martial arts, to something that's going to help them to become empowered. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My, my goal really is, you know, my overall mission is to make the world a better place through martial arts and positivity. And that's yeah. really what I focus on pretty much everything that I do. That's uh, fantastic. It's fantastic. Do you have any, um, any projects or programs that you're doing right now that you'd like to speak to or? I'm really not working on any like martial art related projects. I'm not teaching right now. I, when I moved to Tucson three years ago, I kind of stopped doing the programs that I was teaching. Um, so now, I mean, I just say my podcast, the martial arts mm -hmm. woman podcast. I also, um, you know, do a couple of other things on, on Facebook. One is called mm -hmm. authentic self, um, with Andrea Harkins and that's not really martial art related. It's more yeah. about learning to be the true person that you're meant to be and whether martial arts are in there, that's great. Um, but you know, it helps me and it's sort of my journey as well as others on focusing mm -hmm. on who it is that they want to be in their lives and how to get there and how to push like the fears aside and how to work through the obstacles. And so of course, mindset is a big part of that. So yeah, yeah you'll find I'm always working on something. Yeah. Well, it sounds like it's maybe not martial arts, but martial arts inspired, I yeah. would say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, absolutely. Andrew, well, you know, thank you for being our guest today. It was a true pleasure to have you on the Master Fill in Your Corner podcast, and we hope to see you again in the future. And are you dug any, you. Great, 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 great job, guys. This is a great episode. Yeah. Yeah. Very informative. Good yeah. stuff, guys. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I really You're appreciate it. I had a wonderful time, so thanks. All right, that's another episode of Master Phil in Your Corner. Strength and honor.